Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome. This week's topic is the answers are inside with our special guest, Christina Woods. Christina is a licensed rapid transformational therapist, certified hypnotherapist, empowerment coach, Reiki master, and the CEO and founder of Wise Woods Hypnotherapy and Coaching. She combines her background in corporate leadership along with her life experiences in dealing with trauma and abandonment to empower other women to trust their intuition and set themselves free of self-doubt. She's been honing her intuition and spiritual energy practice throughout her entire life. And it is this experience, knowledge, and wisdom that she brings to every client during every session. Through this deep hypnotherapy and coaching work, she empowers women to shed old programming so they can live the life they deserve. Christina wants everyone to stop looking outside for what they need and instead look inside themselves so they can live a life full of deep meaning and potential. Welcome to Zen Bites, Christina. Oh, thank you so much, Shane. I appreciate it. It's great to be here. So, Christina, share with us your hypnotherapy and coaching journey. Well, sure. Um, I don't know many people if they wake up one day and say, I want to be a hypnotherapist like in third grade or anything. So it did happen. It's my second career. But um, my my journey, um, you know, I grew up um, with a, a single mother. I'm the oldest of four. And I grew up like many people um, doing what I thought was expected of me and, and really seeking validation and purpose from external means. So um, went to college and had, you know, got married, had two kids and a dog and the nice house and a, a, you know, a great career for 30 years. I was in higher education and really, really pushed myself um, to the point where my health, my marriage, my immune system, um, really nothing was in alignment. Everything was wonky and, um, the universe was, you know, beeping really loud and clear, you know, you better get things together here. So, um, that was, that was kind of the beginning of it was this, my life is not in alignment. And I had always considered myself fairly spiritual. I had meditated, I'd gone on retreats and, you know, personal development was, part of my life. Um, and it was around that time when I had these challenges and really found that I had to start digging deep and, and digging up some issues that I had been afraid of facing. Um, when I started to have some spiritual awakenings, some really deep, profound moments in my life where I just started to trust that I have, you know, a, a bigger purpose. I want to serve others. I, I don't want to just be in this grind running from airport to airport away from my kids and doing what everybody else, you know, thinks is this great job. It's not, I don't like it. I'm not happy. So, um, what I did was I was listening to a meditation on mind Valley from Marissa Peer, who is a, you know, world renowned hypnotherapist for rapid transformational therapy. And, you know, it was a free meditation and I was enjoying it. And I, I thought, wow, you know, I'm going to just trust that the universe one day will guide me to how I'm going to serve others. I had my ears and eyes out there trying to pay attention to what might 
be my thing. You know, when you do something for so long, it's hard to, to leave your career and money and what you know and what you feel sort of is your identity. And, um, and I wrote in a journal that Marissa Peer is going to change my life. And I tucked that journal away. And about three years later, um, I was really miserable wanting to leave my job, but I still hadn't found the courage. I was still digging deep and trying to um, discover and have the courage to use my voice and be seen and you know, all those things that you have to do when you're going through some life changes. And I found the journal and I read that and I said, um, all right, this is a sign. Marissa Peer is going to change my life. This is a sign. And I enrolled in the program that day and very, very quickly left my corporate life and have been using hypnotherapy and Reiki and coaching for the past two years full time to serve and, and help primarily women just dig deep and find these programs that they've attached meaning to that are not, you know, not, not really reflecting the real them, their real purpose. Um, they're clouding like all of us. We, we have these programs that, um, that start to cloud who we really are and they take over. And so I just love and adore hypnotherapy because it's, to me, it's this really pure, authentic way of peeking, peeking inside the subconscious and finding out, hey, what's going on so we can clear the way so you can find your your real purpose and, and what what are you really meant to do here and feel and be without all these programs and this meaning you've attached to all these other things. Nice, very inspirational. So tell us more about the hypnotherapy process. I know most of us probably um, have only heard about it secondhand. Um, we have these preconceived notions from the movies or whatever. Yeah. What's the, what's the hypnotherapy process? Sure. I a Funny story. When I first told my children I was doing this, my son said, oh, my gosh, mom, you're going to be like that guy at the fair. And uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going to make anyone be a chicken or do anything silly. But, um, yeah, we do have these preconceived or you see those, you know, Netflix shows where, you know, they do something kind of dark and evil with it. But, um, you know, hypo hypnotherapy is just a simple it's a, it's a technique and process of getting one into a very relaxed state and allowing our mind to go into, you know, alpha and theta brain waves, which sounds very fancy. And um, it's not, it's where we go when we dream, even when you're daydreaming, when you're doing the dishes and someone's talking to you and you're just kind of off into la la land and you're somewhere else or when you you drive home from work, you pull in the driveway and you think to yourself, gosh, I don't remember driving home. Did I right. stop at that light? Because <laughs> um, our mind is able to go to other places and these other brain waves. And so this is the same place that we go um, during hypnotherapy. And it's, it's a place that allows us to explore the conscious mind, which is where our emotions are and our subconscious mind is really running the show. So we quiet the conscious mind, we quiet the analytical thinking mind, and there's nothing wrong with that part of our mind. But but we naively think that it is running the show because we think, well, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to logically decide what to do. Or I'm, I'm, that doesn't make sense. But it's only 5% of how we think and feel about ourselves, about the world, about the people around us. 95% is in our subconscious mind and that's our feeling mind. So in hypnosis, we're able to access that 
subconscious mind and we can ask it questions and it instantly knows because again, we're quieting that conscious mind and there's, there's just, we're, we're opening the gates and saying, Hey, what's the root cause of this trigger? Why do I always get so angry? Why do I have an issue blocking abundance or money or love or why, why am I eating healthy and exercising yet? I can't, I can't be the size I want to be or the weight or um, whatever these triggers are that keep showing up in our life. Why am I appearing to do everything right or what I've been told to do, but it's not changing. And so we're able to discover the blocks that are in there. And, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that anything tragic happened or trauma. There very well could be, of course, you know, unfortunately that takes place in people's lives. But I think the misconception that people have with hypnotherapy is that, you know, we're going to go in there and there's going to be, we're going to unlock some, something, oh my, you know, oh, wow. Um, and, and there's a little treasure chest in there. And sometimes there is, but very, very often it's this just beautiful aha moment where we can see the truth and we can see the meaning that we've attached to an event or an experience because it's never really what's happened in our lives. It's the meaning we attach to it that is the only thing that matters. So, you know, we could be eight years old and our parents pick us up late from soccer practice. And it's really because they got stuck stuck at the light because there was an accident or they had to, you know, they got stuck at work or some very, you know, very legit things. But to us, everybody else got picked up and uh-oh, that must mean I'm not important. And maybe another thing happens and another thing happens because the way the mind works is once a belief is formed, we constantly then look for evidence, uh, you know, to, to reinforce that belief. And then before we know it, um, our subconscious mind has no idea how old we are. So we grow up and we still have that belief. So in hypnotherapy, we're able to go in and find out what it is. And then the beautiful part of it is that we can rewire through neuroplasticity. So once we find out what it is, because we need to find out what it is, because we can't change it if we don't know what it is. And so we're able to uproot it, really like take it out like a root and then say, all right, let's rewire in this true belief that you are enough, that you are already born abundant, that this, this is the truth about you. And you rewire that in by repetition, by hearing something over and over and over and feeling that in your body and your cells and giving people an audio recording to listen to for about three weeks before that belief just becomes who they are and, and what they do. Huh. And you feel that with all of your senses, you use as many of your senses as possible to can experience that. Yeah, yeah, because I, it's, you know, um, that, that great book, The Body Keeps the Score, we know that at a cellular level, you know, our body has a memory. And so much of the work I do, and, and that's part of why I learned Reiki as well, is clearing out in the body energetically, where is this stored? And um, even with rapid transformational therapy, there's a technique that we use called command cell therapy. So if someone is experiencing a health issue, we can work with their cells, work with their organs, work with their body to literally command, direct and instruct their body to do what we want it to do. Um, I work with clients with migraines, with irritable bowel syndrome, with many, many things that 
they've been to many doctors for in medicine and I'm certainly not a doctor, but you know, they'll come to me when they've tried many other things and, and this works. And that's because our mind and our body are connected. They're one. And when we recognize that and respect that and, and acknowledge they work together, we become so powerful. Thanks. So who would you say, what type of person is hypnotherapy best suited for? You know, that's a great question. It's, it's suited for everyone because we all have programs, you know, you can't really, or even, you know, I, I, I believe we're even born with programs that there's ancestral programs. Um, I have many clients through hypnotherapy, they'll go back to moments where they're in their mother's womb and they're hearing and feeling exactly what she's feeling before they're born. So, you know, and, and there's so many other, so much evidence that that is the truth and and what's in our cells and, um, the work of Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and, and those amazing people, so many others, but it's, it's, so it's suited for everyone because we all have programs and stories and i'll even use the word lies that we tell ourselves that become truth truths to us because they're there to protect us they're not there to hurt us they're there to protect us and they just become outdated and so our subconscious again doesn't know how old we are so we all need updating and so it's it's just a great technique what i what i find is it's not suitable if you're not open to it you can't be hypnotized and it really isn't successful for people who are fighting it don't believe in it you know want want me to convince them that it will work um, it's just like anything. You could go to a doctor and take a medicine. And if you're convinced it's not going to work, it won't. That's the placebo effect. Why, you know, why is the placebo placebo effect so powerful that they test every drug against it? Because our mind's that powerful and, and we believe exactly what we want to believe. We get to be right. So, um, I think it's very suitable if we have, triggers and um, you're curious when people get curious, gosh, why do I always have this trigger? And I've done so many things and maybe therapy and and other things, and it's just not going away and it's frustrating. Um, This is another way to explore and dive deep and figure out what else might there be there to peel away and, and help you move past this trigger. Yeah. And given that, like the answers really are all inside of us. Mm-hmm. What was it our first inclination to gravitate toward the external messages? Boy, we do do that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um, what was that saying I heard recently? It was some reference to uh, Amazon Prime. It's like it's so easy, right? Just click, 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 and there <laughs> it is on your doorstep. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I I have a coach right now um, who's even like a spiritual business coach. And she says, we've been conditioned to be lookers instead of finders. And the reality is we're finders. We already have it. We don't we don't need to keep looking yet. We're always seeking and looking and and we believe, uh, you know, we've been conditioned to believe we're not enough. This feeling of not being enough is an epidemic. We're not you know, we have so many. I would bet 
in all of us, there's a little piece of I'm not enough of something, whether it's I'm not smart enough, I don't cook dinner good enough, I'm not a good, you know, parent enough sometimes or patient enough or, you know, pick one. Um, it's, it's so easy to not feel good enough. And so for that reason, we are conditioned that we need something out there to to make us feel better. So we buy it, we do it, we inject it, we strip it off of us, whatever we do um, to seek and make us feel better. But the reality is, is, you know, we're already enough and the answers are already inside of us. And when we tap into this wisdom that we have, our higher consciousness, whatever you're comfortable calling it, um, and it is a higher consciousness. You know, we're all these energetic beings, I believe, and our power is something that we haven't even begun to tap into. But when you do, and you know when you do, when you feel that just power within you, that this wisdom, this knowingness that you have, because we all have moments where we just have this gut that we're right on, and we just know, we don't know why we know, that those are those moments and you know the we get more of what we feel so the more we just allow ourselves to feel joy or pleasure or that we're enough the more we get of that so you know you don't have to do anything to find love except clear the belief that you're not lovable so this you know going outside to always have to do things i've clients that will call me up and say i've I've done all these 10 things and I still don't have, you know, the love of my life. Um, well, let's work on why you don't feel lovable. Let's clear that. And, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like or what you do or go by. Um, let's work on that. Let's clear those things. And um, you don't have to lose weight to relax by the swimming pool. You need to allow yourself to feel joy and pleasure. And that's, you know, that's when you feel joy, um, not because what swimsuit you have on or, you know, you don't have to work until you die to have enough have enough money and feel successful. Um, you know, we were all born with our jars already full of abundance and acceptance, and um, the universe already filled all those things up for us. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So I'm thinking of someone who's maybe a control freak. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm one. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one too. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, <laughs> right? What advice would you give someone who wants to undergo hypnotherapy but they have a fear due to lack of control? Yeah, um, I have a funny story, real quick. The universe just plays these funny jokes on all of us. When um, before. I became a hypnotherapist and this was my world every day. I went to a meditation and I'm in a room full of people. I just thought it was a normal meditation on meetup. And I'm, you know, I'm laying down on my little yoga mat in the corner and the instructor says, all right, welcome to the hypnotherapy meditation. And I shut up and I thought, <laughs> what hypnotherapy? I didn't sign up for this. And I looked around, I said, I don't want this hypnotherapy stuff. And I was looking for the exit sign. I wanted to get the, you know, get out of Dodge. And my heart was beating. I thought I'm going to get tricked and stuck in it or something. I mean, everything, I know exactly how people feel. And I couldn't because I was stuck in the back corner. And um, it ended up being one of the most profound 
meditation experiences where I met, you know, some, some ascendant masters and so many things that I'll never forget. But now, you know, I chuckle at that experience. So I have great empathy with that feeling and and knowingness of how it feels. So um, first and foremost, this concept of control is kind of an interesting one, because if we have, you know, that fear of, of losing control, uh, you know, I don't, first of all, know anyone who wants to give up control, but if we have control, we really do have control. You can't really lose it anyway. So, you know, which one is it? Um, you know, and, and the thing is hypnotherapy, you never lose control. We, if you want to say, Hey, I want to, you know, I need to go to the restroom in the middle of it. Great. Go to the restroom. Um, I can't make you say anything, do anything. Um, you know, again, it doesn't even work if you don't want to do it, uh, no matter how many techniques and things I've learned to help you relax. So, you know, I, the one thing I will say is that there are definite things we can do before a session to help you relax and feel more comfortable, explain how a session works. I think uh, for me, particularly having that experience myself, there's an audio that I send clients who have anxiety. It's so popular and, and common, unfortunately. And it guides them through the session what to expect because so many of us are wondering, all right, what you going to ask me? What am I going to have to do? What's next? And so that just eliminates all of that and, and takes that out of the equation. And, you know, our subconscious mind is one million times more powerful than our conscious mind. And so I, I think the sooner we accept that we can't think our way out of things, it's just not that powerful, that part of our mind, how we work autopilot is how we work the subconscious those things that are on autopilot so that's what's running the show so um once we can just find out all right what's what are the all autopilots and all your feelings beliefs that's the filter from which you see yourself in the world and if there are big deep changes that you want to make long lasting changes and then you just want to let go and not think about it anymore you don't want to have to try to calm down in an argument and not you know lose your cool you want to be a calm person then let's find out what that root is so it's you never lose control in hypnosis um, that's a myth. And you always, you know, we're talking the entire time. It's not this catatonic state where you don't remember anything. Um, so I go through all the myths with people. Um, you don't lose control of your words or, um, all the funny things. There's no TikTok clock. I'll wave in front of you or any of that. <laughs> does that answer your question? Does that help? <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, those are all the things, those preconceived notions that we've all <laughs> come across. Oh, I know. I know. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, um, I haven't had anyone not really have a profound experience. And yet there have been people who uh, maybe we've just had to break them into relaxing. You know, that's really what it is. It's just you know, let's get comfortable with me in this process. And sometimes we know we're going to face things that we might just be afraid to face. And, um, 
you know, I've even done hypnosis on one of my children. And, you know, I said, hey, if things come up that you don't want to tell mom, you don't have to tell me. It's still going to be a profound experience and you can keep those things to yourself. So whatever comes up, if something comes up and you don't want to tell me, don't tell me. Um, tell me what you want to tell me and keep the rest to yourself. And and so, you know, it's that that you're that able to still have communicate. And I think that's important for people to know. So there is a certain level of awareness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the 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 interesting part is you don't feel it. It is um, it's a very relaxed state. So it, it's not like you're saying things that you don't want to say. You're saying things maybe that don't necessarily um, make maybe a lot of sense or you're not babbling you're just they don't they're not these profound prolific statements they're more like oh i hadn't thought of it that way i hadn't looked at it that way before they're just really aha moments because you have more clarity and most most of the time people are going back to moments in their childhood and at that time, things were very age appropriate. It's very age appropriate for a five-year-old or a seven-year-old, you know, or a 10-year-old to feel and believe something at that time. Of course it is. We're dependent at that time. And so we get stuck in that belief. But now as a 40-year-old or a 30-year-old or a 60-year-old, you can see and understand why that doesn't, that doesn't make sense, but your mind is stuck in that belief. So let's just give it an upgrade and let that inner child feel safe and feel secure and, and your mind will always 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 want to go back to what's familiar because that is what is safe and so until it feels safe with a new belief and a new thought that is the only way it will ever start to hold on to a new neuro pathway a new way of thinking and believing and until then it's going to just keep going back to an old belief and so we just slowly, slowly allow it to feel into a new belief. It's like you are lovable. It is safe to love. This is why this is, we go over and over and over and your mind starts to believe and soak it up. We say like lotion on dry skin, just goes right in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what are some resources that someone who wants to learn more about this can check out? That's a great question. So there is a great book. There's a technique I'll give, I'll give out. And then there's a, there's a, uh, it's a resource. It's a book, but it's, it's, um, it's, they call them case studies. It's case studies. And it's a book written by Marissa Peer, who created rapid transformational therapy. She's written many books, but this book is called tell yourself a better lie. And it is full of, techniques, hypnosis techniques, and it even walks you through self-hypnosis, which believe it or not is very, very easy. I teach all my clients self-hypnosis because you can do self-hypnosis at the dentist office. If that's where you get nervous, you can do it before a board meeting or, you know, any family gatherings, we often need to, to use maybe a little self-hope, self-hypnosis to calm our nerves or, uh, <laughs> so it comes in handy, but this book in particular goes through 
different case studies. And I think there's one in there for everyone to maybe see themselves in in one way or another and walks through and just shows in such a very simple way how the mind works and why why and how people believed what they believed and how she was able to turn them around and turn their lives around. And she really just spells out the techniques actually that she teaches in the school. And, but it's, it's not a big book. It's not a, a complicated book to read, but I think it, it's full of wonderful techniques. So that's called tell yourself a better lie by Marissa Peer, and a technique. I think that's a great resource and it's, you know, it's based on journaling but journaling just some basic feelings that allow you to just unravel how you're feeling. So this simple technique, when, and I do this almost every day, particularly when I, I can feel anxiety coming up or old triggers coming up, but just starting with I and then your name. So I, Shane, or I, Christina, feel blank whatever you're feeling, because just right away. So I, Christina, feel anxious because blah, 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 right away. And then ask yourself, how old, how old does this feeling believe that I am? And you'll be surprised. Very often it will, it will believe in that you are like, ask this feeling, how old do you think I am? Oh, you're, you're 10, you're 12, you're 15. Um, Very often it's, it believes that you're younger. And so once you start to see, oh, oh, you think I'm 15 or you think I'm 10. No wonder you're stressed out. A 10 year old can't show up to the board meeting. No, 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 no. I've got this. You don't have to go. I'll go. I'll go. And it just allows us to to see where we're stuck. So I so-and-so feel so-and-so because sometimes you can also finish it with just like when and It allows you just, again, to remember, just like when, and the more in touch you can get with your feelings, the more you name it. And the more you name them, the more they dissolve. It's when we don't name our feelings, they, they're like, you know, these huge hairy monsters and they just get bigger and bigger and we just shove them, shove them down. So the more you name it, the more you dissolve it, the more you love it, the more you dissolve it. We never, ever want to get mad or angry or upset with how we feel. It's very easy to do that. But that's, you know, you asked for resources, but that's kind of a technique I want to sneak in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'll try that. (laughs) Yeah, it's handy. It's easy, too. So on that same note, what are three books you'd recommend and why? Hmm. Wow, there's so many. You should see my book, my books everywhere. It depends on, you know, where people are at in their lives. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, these are resonating with me right now. So I'm going to trust the universe is going to, this will hopefully resonate with some of your listeners, Shane. But, you know, I, I, I'm really right now fascinated with the research that is coming out with how powerful we are as spiritual beings in our mind and body connection and the research and the science and the evidence that we are not these 
you know, these beings that, you know, are mine, here's your brain and here's this, and then you die and then that's it. Um, take this pill. So these books in particular, they were just these aha moments for me that really helped me believe and know that, wow, you know, my, my trauma is in my cells and I really need to rewire at a cellular level. So that's why I keep going back to those feelings. And um, I'm not, I, I, you know, there's very few things that are in our DNA. I can rewrite my own DNA. So the first book I, I would say is by Bruce Lipton, The Biology of Belief. That was, wow, Biology of Belief. It just exploded my mind into this whole new world of realizing so much of what we have learned and been told about our bodies, our DNA, um, kind of implies we're these victims and, oh, it's in your DNA. Oh, you had depression for the last five generations. Good luck. Um, and that's just not always, it's not always true. It might be, but it's not always true. And how every cell in our body has this ability to, has an antenna and it is impacted by the environment and emotions. When I read that, I signed up for one of his workshops, drove out to Sedona and listen to him for five days of more and more of the same thing. I was just fascinated. Um, another one is Joe Dispenza's breaking the habit of being yourself, how to lose your mind and create a new one. And again, it bridges that gap between science and spirituality. And, you know, I, I was that girl who got like the, my, the worst grades I ever got were in science. So the fact that I'm recommending books with even the word science in here is just <laughs> fascinating to me. But, you know, um, as an energetic spiritual being, this explains so much and it's just, it's empowering. It explains why we're addicted to our emotions. It explains how and why we need to sever those connections from the past and stop living in the past and that you know energy is consciousness and consciousness is matter and just how powerful we are and and literally how you can create a new reality and how to do that practices how to do that so you know you could just read that one over and over um and the last one is michael singer's he wrote The Untethered Soul, but the one I'm going to recommend is The Surrender Experience. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, The Surrender. <laughs> the Surrender Experience. And it's exactly what it sounds like, The Surrender Experience. It's so hard to surrender. And so he just takes you on this gorgeous journey, the reader, on this journey of how he just surrendered throughout his life and then what happened and how you know, the universe just kept taking him from one amazing thing to the other. And, you know, there's no coincidences and all the synchronicities, synchronicities that happened. And it's just, it, it's so incredible and such a great reminder of what can happen in our lives when we do surrender and we trust and we say yes, when there's signs and we're aware, all right, this is a sign. And maybe I should just say yes and go with this or, or this feels, you know, this feels a little scary and nervous, but what would happen if I surrendered and, um, you know, and trusted my gut instead of the little voice in my head that says, you know, something else or just because I always have. So the surrender experience is really a, a very beautiful story. 
Nice. And Christina, where can the listeners connect with you online? Well, they can go to my website. Thank you for asking. At uh, it's wisewoods.com. And I have some free downloads on there and an empowerment worksheet. I also have a work with me section. So um, I give courses, master classes, work with clients through various programs. So wisewoods.com. I'm on social media as well at Wisewood Hypnotherapy. Nice. Okay, great. And again, I want to thank you, Christina, for joining us. And to the listeners, I look forward to next week. And until then, stay clear, focused, and on purpose. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 